Welcome to our sermon. I am Pastor Nathan Escarga, and I am sure that God will speak to you through his word today. Father God, I thank you for this time. I thank you, Lord, uh, for these people gathered in this place. Now, I want to pray that the Holy Spirit will um, speak to our hearts, that the Holy Spirit will guide us, that the um, Holy Spirit will um, give us a word that comes from your heart, O oh Lord, that the Holy Spirit Will today uh, give us uh, uh, will uh, give us today a word that will change our lives in Jesus' name? I pray. Amen. Let's give a hand to the Lord. Hallelujah! My pleasure to be uh, tonight uh, uh, sharing a word to to the church. I will be today and next week sharing with you guys. And uh, I want to uh, talk today. I want to share today a message that. I, that the Lord put in my heart, and I think that um, the Lord did uh, put this in my heart because I have seen a lot of uh, spiritual attacks in people from the church and even from my friends uh, back home in, in Colombia, uh, my Christian friends. So um, uh, the, the message for today, the, the title is Repelling Spiritual Attacks. And... Um, as believers, uh, we are a target of Satan, right? You are a target of the enemy. And the enemy, Satan, takes this very serious. Like he is not playing games in here. He really wants to destroy the, the children of God. So he's always trying to find a way to... Well, hey, the Lord is protecting us, right? So he cannot destroy us. He cannot kill us. But at least to try to make our lives miserable. He's at least trying to make you unhappy, to take uh, away your hope, uh, to, to make you, yeah, hopeless, hopeless, to make you miserable, to make you unhappy. Um, now, as believers... As Christians, we are not to have a miserable life. We cannot live forever under, under let's, let's say, under, under the oppression of the enemy, right? Because there is going to be a, a, a point where, hey, we, will get, we can get to a place that we will say, hey, you know what? If this is Christian life, if Christian life is to be suffering all the time, is Christian life is to, to, to have pain all the time. And not that you will never suffer. And not that you will never have pain. But it's, it, our call is not to be all the time like that. Suffering, being miserable, uh, being unhappy. Uh, and, and uh, you know, lamenting all the time about things. No, no, no. The Lord wants to give us a good life. Amen. The Lord wants to give us uh, his joy, his love, his power, his mercy, his grace, his favor. But all these things, the enemy wants to take them away from you. So I want to I wanna talk today about uh, four ways that the enemy um, attacks uh, a believer and what we can do to 
uh, stop him or to, to repel his attacks, okay? Now, there are hundreds of ways, okay? It might take hours uh, to, to speak about all of them, but I just want to uh, give a, a, we can say, a, a general teaching about how, how it works and what uh, can we do about it. Amen? Now, there are two things that work for everything. Every time the enemy attacks you, there are two things that we have to know that will never fail and that we always have to do or to remind or to believe every time we feel there is oppression or there is a satanic attack. And I will give some examples later on. But I want to just say, uh, mention these two because they apply for everything. Okay? So the first one is the fact that we have victory already. We already received the victory. Jesus defeated the enemy on the cross. When he gave his life for you, when he said, I'll take the punishment, I'll take, I'll, I'll take uh, God's uh, chastising, I will get uh, all the, the curses, everything on me on the cross, that day we receive the victory. So, um, Colossians 2, uh, verses 14 and 15 says, And having wiped out the handwriting of requirement that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken, taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, having disarmed principalities and powers, He made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. So before you were a believer, we can say that Satan had uh, a list of, we can say, things against you, requirements against you. Okay? Nathan did this, so he deserved this. Nathan committed this sin, so he deserves suffering, he deserves pain, he deserve, deserves to be miserable. Amen? But the day you believe in Jesus, the day you give your life to Jesus, that uh, list of, of requirements that was against you was nailed in the cross, meaning that Jesus paid it all for you, that he received all the punishment on him and you have been now set free and this is something that did not uh, happen in secret this is not a secret no 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 this was something that was done in public when Jesus died everybody could see that and the enemy cannot say it did not happen amen the enemy knows that he was defeated The problem is that as believers, many times we forget that. We forget that the enemy, um, hey, yeah, he's still, he, he still has power. I'm not going to say he doesn't. He's still active there, attacking us and all this. And he can do a few things here and there. 
but he cannot defeat you as a believer. He, sometimes he can hurt you. Sometimes he can discourage you. Sometimes he can, I don't know, he can score a goal, but he will never win the game if we don't forget that he is defeated. But if you surrender, if you forget the fact that he was defeated, then he will have victory over you. Amen? Because it's, it's not about us defeating the enemy. It's what Jesus did already on the cross for us. If we believe that, if we remind the enemy, you are defeated, you were defeated by Jesus, leave me alone, I have victory in Jesus, no matter what he does, no matter what, if, he, if he hurts you or whatever he does, it doesn't matter. You already have the victory. Amen? And the second thing that applies for everything, for every time uh, we receive an, an attack from Satan, is the fact that in, in Mark 3.15, it says that Jesus gave us authority to cast out demons or to cast out the enemies. We have authority. We have, we have received the power from God to tell the enemy, go away. To rebuke the enemy. To stop demons and to stop Satan. It sometimes, I'm sorry, if, if, if someday, I don't think this is going to happen to you. But uh, if someday even you have Satan face to face, you have the authority to ask him to leave. If we want to be, uh, how you say, polite to him. Just please leave. <laughs> and, I, and I like this um, example that I, I, I am going to give before uh, starting with the list. Um, I received a call from a, a brother and a sister here from, from church. And, um, and they were saying, Nathan, we were on the, they're a married couple. And they said, Nathan, it was 5 a.m. in the morning. And uh, we were on bed. And somebody started to shake the door of our bedroom. And shaking the door and shaking the door. So um, the, the brother said, I took my baseball bat. And I went out of the bedroom and I searched all around the house. Nobody was there. Everything was locked. The, the windows were closed. The door was closed. There is no way that somebody was there. So I can tell, he said, it was Satan. It was the enemy uh, attacking us. And they said, can you pray for us? Can you pray to, to uh, rebuke the enemy, to, to, to um, um, cast out this demon from our house? And I said, of course I can pray. Of course I can do and I will pray. But let me remind you that you have the authority to cast out Satan. Uh, I mean, out of your house. Now... I was also explaining to them, you guys are the owners of this house. You live there. So, in, in, in human words, you 
tell who comes to the house and who doesn't. You have the authority. And I, I told him, if one day I go to your house and you said, Nathan, I don't want you to come in. You have that authority. I cannot come in. And it's the same in the spiritual aspect. It's exactly the same. I was explaining this to, to them. You have a legal authority on that property. It is yours. And you decide if it's, if it's going to be the presence of God there or the enemy. So I can pray, and, and of course I will do it. But at the end, you are the one that needs to pray and cast out that demon uh, out of your house and never to come back. So uh, and this is just an example of, of the different calls and message I've, I've been receiving uh, um, about almost the same thing. The enemy uh, trying in different ways to, to um, make us to fear or to torment us or whatever. So I want to share uh, the, the first point or the, one of the first things that I can see Satan does in, in the life of, of a Christian. And it, and it is to uh, torment us for something we did in the past. For uh, a sin or a mistake or whatever we did in the, in the past. It is, it is a classic. It happens a lot that the enemy will come and start to remind us. Hey, you did this. Hey, you, you did that. And he starts to accuse us and to make us feel guilty and bad and scared. And to say, oh, you did this. God is not going to bless you. God is not going to be with you because you, do, you did that, I don't know, two days ago or 20 years ago, whatever. But as believers, we have to face the enemy when he comes with that kind of attacks or lies. And tell him, Satan, I have been forgiven the Lord has forgiven me um, Psalm 32 1 says blessed is he whose transgressions whose transgression is forgiven whose sin is covered your sin was covered by the blood of Jesus if someday, and I like to give this example, if someday somebody, whoever it is, goes to the presence of God and speaks to God face to face and says, God, do you remember when, I don't know, just to give an example, when Nathan um, stole $5 from his dad, do you remember that? If, he, if this person asks the Lord, the answer is going to be, no, I do not remember that. That never happened. That was covered by the blood of Jesus. I, can, I only see a person whose sins were completely covered. Amen? So the enemy will try to come and say, God doesn't love you because you did this or you did that. But we need to be uh, firm in the fact that 
I have been forgiven. And receive that forgi forgiveness and close the door to the enemy to stop it. Amen? So, yeah, we need to, of course, believe that Jesus died for us and he's given us victory. Believe that we can cast out demons. But in this case, we need to remember that the Lord covered my sins. Amen? Am I being clear so far? Awesome. Now, the second thing that the enemy, the second thing on the list, okay, not exactly the second thing he's going to do. What I have on the list is lose hope in God and make uh, us to fear um, by making us to think that God is not in control, even to the point of making us to think he will hurt us or kill us. The enemy many times will show himself um, how can, can I say this? Like, um, more powerful than what he really is. Is that making sense? And he will uh, come to your life and he will do everything possible to make you to fear, to, to, to torment you, to take your faith away from the Lord by doing different kind of things. It's a lot of things that, that he can do. But many times, even to the point of making us believe that he can kill us. And I can, I can think in, uh, in, uh, in the prophet Elijah, Elijah in the Bible, I'm sorry, Elijah. After killing all the prophets of Baal, then this uh, uh, lady ordered the, the army to kill him. And he had to, to flee. He had to, to run away because he was scared. So he killed 300 guys. And then a woman made him run away or, or flee from the, the purpose of God in his life in that Moment. Then, when he was in a cave, yeah, the, the, the Lord again encouraged him, and he came back, and he had a victory uh, over his um, enemies. But the same happens in our, in our, in our lives in different ways. Uh, I don't know. We can, we can uh, um, think that, hey, I'm, I'm struggling financially. And the, and the enemy can make us feel that he will destroy us, that he will destroy our finances, that he will destroy your family, that he will kill your, I don't know, whatever it is, that he will destroy, I'm sorry, any uh, different aspects in your life that can make, even sometimes, that those things can make a believer think they... Hey, to say, hey, you know what? It's better to die. If I'm going to lose my finances, it's, it's better to die. If I'm going to lose my family, it's better to die. But the enemy cannot do that. Now, I'm going to say something, something like just to make it clear. If you are in the correct place before God, okay? 
if you are having a life in sin, if you are doing things you should not be doing, that's a different story. Amen? I'm talking about uh, those that really have their faith in Jesus and that are living for him and that are serving him in whatever he has called us to do. So, um, um, the, again, the enemy will try to make you to fear. He wants you to lose your hope and your faith in God. But Second uh, Samuel 22, 4 says, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved from my enemies. If the enemy is attacking you, if the enemy is making you feel that he's going to destroy you or destroy your family or, or even kill you, like really, like literal, kill you, if you call upon the name of the Lord, if you ask the Lord for help, if you say, Jesus, help me, the Lord will deliver you. From your enemy will deliver you from Satan, from demons, for from whatever is happening. Now, I want to say something, and it's that, as I said at the beginning, yeah, sometimes the enemy can hurt us, and many times, uh, as Christians will say, "Well, hey, uh, I'm receiving this attack, and I, and I've and I've I've been suffering this or that." Where is God? Why God is not doing something about it? Well, he has a purpose. Sometimes the Lord will process our life. And even when, even those attacks, many times the Lord uh, uh, allow them to happen because there is a purpose. But one thing I can tell you is that the enemy cannot kill you. Why? Why he cannot kill us? Because the Lord is there with us. So basically, if it weren't for God's intervention, the devil will have already killed us. Is that making sense? We don't see it. We, many times we do not realize that it, if it's not by the Holy Spirit that is with us, Satan would have killed us long time ago. Amen? So it is by God. That we are still alive. Because if it was by Satan's will, we will be dead long time ago. Amen? Now, the, the third, third thing that I have on my list is when the enemy influences other people and manipulates circumstances against you. Amen? And this is when, when you... Uh, are going through, uh, I don't know, uh, stages of life where, where you say, oh my goodness, everything is against me. My boss is against me. Or, and, 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 and like, I'm not talking about you and your crazy imagination. No, it's when we can really say, oh my goodness, these people or, or this uh, person is really planning something against me. And we start to, again, to fear. 
and to say, okay, what's going to happen? What's going to happen with me now? I'm in the hands of this person that I just like this can kick me out of, of my job or, or do whatever in, in my life. Um, we have to, um, well, I want to I wanna read about that. I want to read Isaiah 54, 14 to 17. It says, uh, verse 14, in righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear. And from terror, for it shall not come near you. Indeed, they shall shortly assemble, but not because of me. Whoever assembles against you, you shall not, I'm sorry, you shall fall to you. I'm sorry, whoever assembles against you shall fall for your sake. Verse 16, behold, I have created the blacksmith who blows the coals in the, in the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work, and I have created the spoiler to destroy. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. No weapon formed against you shall remain. That people that is talking in your back or that, are, that they are planning in your back to destroy you, to do things against you, um, that, that people that is being used by Satan, planning on what to do against you, God is not with them. It is not God wanting to destroy you. He's there. He's protecting you. And he has given you the power to condemn those people and to rebuke the enemy and to declare victory because no weapon formed against us shall remain. Now, the Bible is not saying in, in this verse that you will never be attacked. Amen. That weapon many times will hurt you. That weapon many times, yeah, might touch you here and there and hurt you, but it will not kill you, will not remain forever. The time will come that that weapon will be destroyed. Amen. So yeah, you can receive a like a uh, you can be attacked for a time, but at least not all the time under the same thing because the time will come when those that are planning against you will be destroyed their plans will be destroyed and if they do not repent they will be destroyed too amen and the and the last one that i want to share today is a physical manifestation to torment us like this is like the, the first example that, that I gave. This is when it's not only happening in the spiritual world. It's when you can actually see it. Or that, or that there is a, a, not a real, but a physical manifestation that we can say, oh my goodness, 
this is really the enemy. Um, yeah, I give that, exam that example of, of a demon shaking the door. I remember when I was a new believer, when I was 16, 17, whatever, 17 actually. Um, I was a new believer, like I said. And um, really, I, I started to have um, those attacks in my life. A lot of things were, were happening, and, but I want to share um, the, the one time that uh, I was sleeping and uh, somebody started to knock on my, on my bedroom door, but knock like, like crazy, like a, I don't know. Like if they were going to get into my room and kill me or something, I don't know. Where, like when somebody's angry knocking on the door or pushing the door. So, um, so I was like, okay, what's going on in here? When, when that stopped, I went out, went to my, to my mom's room and, and said, hey, mom, did you, did you listen? Somebody knocking on my door? And she said, no, I don't know what, what, are, you, what are you talking about. It was like, I don't know. 11 p.m., something, I don't know. So I went back. I went to sleep. And then I, I could feel how somebody took me from my legs and was dragging me out of the bed. And it was dragging me out and dragging me out. And I was trying to, to, to yell, to say something. And I couldn't. My voice was not even coming out of my mouth. And I was trying, actually, by the way, I was calling my mom, right? <laughs> I was trying, like, <laughs> but, but I couldn't. And the thing stopped, and I could find myself out of the bed. Like, it was not a bad, a bad dream. It was not, like, call me crazy, guys. If, if, if you want, <laughs> call me crazy. But I can tell you my legs were out of the bed. So, I was like, of, of, of course, I was, I was fearing, and I was, um, uh, yeah, full of fear. But I said, okay, I, I prayed, whatever, went back to, to sleep, and then this time I've, I was feeling like somebody, like, if under the bed, like, arms coming under the bed, and kind of embracing me from my chest and pushing me. To, towards the, the floor, like I was losing my, my, my breath. And, I, and then it was when I started to scream, Jesus, help me. Jesus, help me. And then I received his help, of course. But the attacks continue. And, I, and, I, and what the Lord started to put in my heart, by that time, to have peace and to, and to have um, the, the calm I needed was, uh, I like to, to call this the Lord's sacred weapon, which is to worship. When we start worshiping the Lord. In the way you want to do it, you can put music and sing. You can just say words. You, you can speak in other tongues if you have been 
baptized with the Holy Spirit. Or you can just start to confess how much you love him and to praise him and to worship him. The enemy cannot, cannot stand it. He, he will flee from you. He will run away. He hates worship. He hates worship. He cannot be there when somebody is truly worshiping the Lord. And, um, and there's a special case that happened in the Old Testament with uh, um, the, uh, King Saul. And I will just read the, the verse. When, when you get back home, you can read the, the entire chapter. It's 1 Samuel uh, chapter 16. I'll just read verse 23. King Saul was being tormented by, by a demon. And this demon, it was God who was allowing this demon to come and make his life miserable because he was living in sin. So what they did was to call David. At that time, he was not king yet. And verse 20, 23 says, And so it was, whenever the Spirit from God was upon Saul to torment him, that David will take a harp and play it with his hand. Then Saul would become refreshed and well, and the distressing spirit will depart from him. When we worship, when we are praising the Lord, when we're confessing with our mouth how great he is, how much we love him, when we're thanking him for, for his love, for his grace, for his mercy, for the blood that he shed on the cross for us. Satan cannot stand that. He, he needs to go. Amen? So John 24 says, God is a spirit, and those who worship him most worship in spirit and in truth. It's not about just putting a song because, hey, there is a lot of people, maybe not in Canada, in Colombia this happens, uh, it happens a lot. People just um, putting uh, Christian music and, and, and worship songs to, um, how can we say, to, they call it to clean the environment and, and they are not even the, the spiritual environment. And they're not even believers, but they have uh, music or Christian music playing just to be protected from the devil, right? But you can listen to them fighting, having a fight like the, 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 the Christian song there. And they are having a fight or they're, or they're whatever, doing whatever. So um, it doesn't work like that. If we're going to worship the Lord... Or to use worship as a, as a way to repel the enemy. Is that we have to do it from our heart. Amen. That we're really worshiping the Lord. The enemy knows who is worshiping in truth. And he's just faking. Because he knows when the presence of the Holy Spirit is there. And we're 
the Holy Spirit is not there. If, this, if the Holy Spirit is there, he cannot touch you. He needs to go. If the Holy Spirit is not there, he can do in our lives or in whatever we are, all what he wants. Amen? So, uh, yeah, I just want to finish this message just praying. And um, just um, if by any chance there, there is some, somebody that has not given uh, his life to the Lord yet, uh, especially on, on social media, this is the time. This is the time to say, Lord, I want my life to change. Lord, I recognize that the enemy is destroying me. Um, um, if, if there is somebody, it doesn't matter if you are an unbeliever. Many times, even as an unbeliever, you can recognize that there is, there is spiritual activity against you. Even as an unbeliever, many times people can recognize that the enemy wants to kill them, to destroy them, to torment, uh, to, to make them miserable. If this is your case, if you're watching us on, online, and you, said, and you say, I want this to stop. I don't want this to happen, to happen anymore in my life. This is the time uh, to, to say to the Lord, Lord, forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for, I, for all I have done. And, uh, and uh, I give my life to you. I repent of my old life and I want a new life in you. I believe in you as my Savior. Then the Lord will deliver you. If you did this at home, if you, make, uh, if you pray, if you give your heart to Jesus, you will receive deliverance. Anyone that calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And now, for those that are believers that already gave uh, their lives to Jesus, but are being tormented, and this happened to everybody. This is not like, oh... Nathan is a pastor, so he's untouchable. The enemy cannot touch him. No, no, no. This is for every believer. I don't make difference between a pastor and, uh, uh, and those that are not pastors or, or whatever. All of us, we have the same weapons. All of us, we have the same authority given by Jesus to cast out demons. So let's pray. And if you're feeling that there is something going against you... Um, this is the time. We can take two or three minutes to pray. If you, if you say, hey, right now I feel like peace. I think like I'm not being attacked. But I recognize there is a brother that is being attacked. You make intercession for your brother or for your sister or for family member, whatever it is in this time. So let's close our eyes and let's pray. Uh, you can just pray there where you are. I will, I will lead the prayer. But um, you can, you, you feel free to, to pray in the spirit or to, or to rebuke the enemy or to worship or whatever you feel to do. Just um, feel free to do it. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for your love, for your grace and your mercy. And Lord, and we, we, we uh, take authority in this night. We take Authority in the name of Jesus today. And we cast out Satan from our lives. From anything 
that is going on against us, against the church, against myself, against my, uh, my brothers and sisters, I order any demon or, uh, or Satan itself to go away. Go away and leave us alone. And I pray, dear Lord, as we worship you, I pray, dear God, as we believe in the victory that we receive from Jesus dying on the cross, I pray protection for my brothers and sisters in the name of Jesus. I pray, dear God, those that are, that are, that are uh, being tur tormented in, in their minds with the enemy saying, you did this in your past, I pray, Lord, that we will always remember we have been forgiven. That you did forgive us, Lord. For those that are fearing, that are losing hope. That are saying, the Lord is not with me. I don't feel that God is with me. I pray, Lord, that as they call upon your name, they will see your hand protecting them. In the name of Jesus. I pray, dear God. For those that are sick and they might be feeling they could die. I pray healing, but I also pray in, uh, that they will be encouraged to rebuke the, the, the sickness, to rebuke the, uh, the infirmities, Lord, and to be delivered because the enemy cannot kill them, Lord. I pray, dear God, for those that are feeling that... Uh, that uh, Satan is using people or manipulating circumstances against them, Lord. No weapon form against, that, against us shall remain. I pray, Lord, that you will bring down any, any weapon that the enemy wants to use, any plans of the, of the enemy against us, against uh, uh, the church. I pray that you will destroy the plans of the enemy. And if they don't repent, Lord, that you will destroy them too. Our heart is that they will repent and believe. Help us to love our enemies. But we know, Lord, that if they don't, then they will have to face you. And it's not going to be good for them, Lord, if they don't repent. So I pray that they will Stop planning against us, against us, and that they will repent and believe in you, Lord. And for uh, finally, dear God, for those that are physically being tormented, Lord, those that they can that they can feel in a physical way the attack of the enemy. I pray, dear God, that they won't forget they have the authority to cast out the enemy from their house, from their uh, family, their uh, property, everything, Lord. They have or we have the authority, Lord. Um, and as we worship you, as we uh, surrender to you, as we look to you, the enemy will flee. The enemy will go away. The enemy will leave us alone. Just help us to worship you. And let, let's take a minute. You worship the Lord. There where you are, um, you worship the Lord. You confess with your mouth and say, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, you're a king of kings, Lord of all. Thank you for the cross. 
Thank you. Thank you, oh Jesus. My life is yours. My life belongs to you. Just worship the Lord. Just open your mouth and confess your love for him. And praise him and thank him for all he has done. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your love, for your mercy, for your grace. Thank you for your forgiveness, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for your blood. Thank you for the cross, Lord. Thank you for the victory we have in you. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's give a hand to the Lord. Uh, the Lord uh, bless you and keep you. And, uh, and yeah, have a good night. See you guys on uh, Sunday. Thanks for joining us for the sermon. We really hope that God spoke to your life. You can find more of the Word of God by watching our service live stream and listening to our podcast on our website, lighthouseniagara.com.